0: what is up everybody live reality games world it is dom and we are once again back for a survivor grand rapids fresh meat episode recap as always i am joined with drew Uh, drew how did you like this last episode how's it been i love this episode it was a great
1: although i am sad with the final result which we'll get to in just a moment Uh, i think there were some fun moments uh i always love touchy subjects and that tribal was very dramatic in the best
0: way it was uh it was a classic survivor, I feel like episode. A lot yes. of you know, we finally got a split vote going on. Somebody organized that finally, and we did have a really fun challenge. Charlie's been a part. Have you played that game? Charlie? Touching was- subjects?
2: Oh yeah. I, I I was the one who won the most wanted uh, or the person best that called out next and then oh, yeah. best the smile. Yeah. in the best position to win, all those all those kind of stuff. So and-
0: Our seasoned veteran, two-season veteran, and current production member, Charlie, is also here joining us. He is going to provide some of his insights on this episode and what has happened so far in the game, especially with our latest casualty of the merge, our fifth jury member. And without further ado, please beware of spoilers from this point out. If you haven't seen it, go watch episode 11. Without further ado, everybody, please bow down to your rat king. How are we doing, Kyle? I am doing very good today. Nice, good to good very to good. hear. Uh, so, Kyle, you uh, for better or worse, you were the fan favorite. It seemed like you know in our comment section on our YouTube videos, people couldn't stop talking enough about you. Uh, did you? How has been watching the season back for you? Oh, uh, it's been
3: really fun. Just like. I forgot most of the stuff I even did. So it's funny to me to see me do it. And then also hear like the backside of what everyone else is thinking. It's just very interesting to me.
0: Yeah. So uh, Kyle, you were the latest casualty of the merge. And throughout the entire season, we, you, know, you were shocked at yourself that you were still there. Uh, did you think that you would make it as far as you did?
3: Well, like I've probably said before on camera, no, I did not. I probably. didn't see myself making it
0: anywhere near the merge. So I think you said it multiple times, multiple episodes, (laughs) Um, but you surprised me. You surprised, I think everybody on production, you got your standing ovation on your exit. So uh, we'll dive into your game. Drew, what was watching Kyle's game as a whole like for you? Kyle, you were so fun. And I think early on in the game, I was like, Kyle is in this
1: position where he's constantly like an extra vote for people. And I just need him to realize that that's his strategy. And then in the middle of the season, you said in a confessional, "Yeah, I'm basically just an extra vote for people." So that's what I have to keep doing. And I was like, "Yes, he's got it." And I had confidence in you. I think that you played a pretty solid game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlie. Behind the scenes, what was it like watching Kyle? I know you were you did a couple of confessionals with him here and there. Maybe you filmed them a little bit. Yeah. Um, what was it like watching Kyle develop throughout the season?
2: Oh, it was so fun. I mean, we didn't really know what to expect from Kyle because Kyle we had only met a few times prior to the season. And we didn't talk a a ton. So you're one of the people, one of Dominic's friends that I didn't really know much about going into. I think all of production was just, you were one of our favorites. It was a blast. Everyone wanted to do confessionals with you. Everyone wanted to film you talking. If you don't win fan favorite this season, fan favorite voting is screwed. So (laughs) you were were a lot of fun.
0: Um, Yeah. So Kyle, you came into this game. Uh, technically a veteran. You played two seasons of the drinking version, and you were voted out either first or second in those. What was it like going from playing your day version to playing this for you? Uh well, I, I you do have some takeaways
3: from the day one, but it is a whole new game. I mean, it's a lot more strategic, and the day one everyone was kind of having fun, you know, relaxing. I mean, this one it was. As soon as boots hit the ground,
0: I mean, you got to go. It, it's rough. It was pretty rough, but I mean, it was fun. So, your big story, I feel like, throughout was finding your place, not just in the tribe, but also in the game. Uh, in episode one, we see you come into the game as, you know, the bird bath worker, like making your bird baths. You don't really have a lot to contribute. Like, you, I think you were going around in the strengths department, and your strength was that you're not very social um what was it like for you kind of adapting to that game environment what what was your game plan going in
3: yeah so um going into there I kind of knew I was a little screwed to begin with because I am not good at talking to new people I am awful at it and um it was definitely a comfort zone stepping out of it you know but as I kind of met more people and talked to them I kind of got okay I need I need to make allies like I need to at least have someone and that was my goal going into it and I
0: I guess I did okay I mean it kind of worked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you were on the winning tribe. It seemed like if you were to lose, you were going home, and you got that sense kind of, but you guys kept winning. Um, and while you were winning, you were forming like those alliances. So who, I guess, on your original Ionia tribe did you feel the most secure with? Um, Honestly, I would say who I felt most secure with
3: was uh... – Mark, I actually called him Max by accident because, again, I'm terrible at <laughs> names. But, um, yeah, Mark, just because he kind of – he came up to me pretty much. I mean, he was the first person to come up to me and talk to me. And I'm like, okay, somebody's talking to me. I can kind of trust him. And from that point, it kind of just – we kind of stuck. But I know I kind of – I may have flipped on that at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, going into uh, going into the end of day one, it was the big kind of standoff between the boys and the girls – uh, the girls had pitched you, and you guys were going for Hannah or something, and then Hannah ended up uh, going home because her back um, was messed up. But how was that whole day one? Did you expect I, – I know we keep asking, did you expect to make it that far, but did you expect to be as involved into the strategy as you were?
3: I did not at all. I, I knew that Hannah vote – I thought myself – I knew for sure I thought I was going home. I mean, when she said, I'm going to – like." volunteer myself i was like oh thank god i can keep playing (laughs) because i knew if she hadn't done that i was going home so i i did not see myself getting that involved around like even to like first day second day kind but i mean i kind of got a little more involved i mean i again like i've said i was kind of like the extra vote so i kind of just tagged along with whatever everybody else was saying that's how i played i guess
0: was there strategy behind that like were you was there was there ever a name that would come up and you were like actually I don't really want to do that uh no
3: (laughs) I I, again I just went with majority I mean I had almost no allies and I was just kind of floating and it kind of worked
1: it worked for you certainly once we got to the swap not to jump ahead too much but I mean that's basically your pre-swap um, we get to the swap, and then immediately you're like, "Yeah, cool. I'm not in anything with my tribe, so I might as well work with this other tribe." Mm-hmm. Which, what was your thought process in flipping on that vote to get rid of Zoe?
3: Yeah, my thought process because she seemed like she really wanted me out, which I don't know why. I don't look like a threat to really anyone. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm the least threatening person on that whole game. But um, I don't know how I managed to flip it, but I kind of made it seem like okay she's doing too much thinking or like trying too strategically too early on and people just kind of went along with it and flipped with me and i was
0: like okay maybe my voice actually doesn't matter a little bit because you you immediately like almost immediately addison came up to you and you were you, you were right there with addison and we were like yeah like i'm ready to go um and it seemed like you were close with addison and tom did those relationships like carry over at all into any merge or was that just you two like kind of just bonding at the beginning?
3: Uh I kind of, I, I stuck more towards Addison just because I do know him personally through Grand Rapids and um I kind of tried to make it seem like we were together, but I knew we were getting close to where everyone's out for everyone. And he, at the time, I think he still had the hidden immunity idol. So I was like, okay, yeah. maybe if I stick with this guy, he'll help me out through merge. But once we got to that, I was kind of like, okay. Now it's anyone's ball game, and I just gotta play me.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, we you you guys we see you kind of play the same game throughout the entire swap. You're flipping to both sides. Uh, you, you're telling people like your plans or whatever, but you're also like you're you're listening more than you're telling. And how much of that was like your game? Like we saw you kind of like was that just volunteering information or like. Wh- what was like your game plan? I guess moving forward, were you intentionally throwing people under the bus, or was that just Kyle's game?
3: <laughs> uh, I would I would put it as that's just my game. I mean, really, anything to just deflect anything from me because I knew I was like, like I said, I was an extra vote, but I was also just an extra castaway. I mean, if they wanted to move to the next round without losing anyone serious, they just get me out. So anything to deflect my name away from getting voted off was my go plan, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that was your biggest strength in the game. And ultimately, that did end up being your biggest weakness was that you were pitching yourself to everybody as, hey, I don't know how I got here. But since I am here, I'm just an extra vote. So you guys just tell me who to, who to vote and I'll go with you. And unfortunately, eventually we get to the point where they're like, well, Kyle's an easy person to get out since we're flushing this idol. So he's just an extra vote. So let's just get rid of him. But I think it worked for you for the time that you used it throughout that
0: swap and that early merge. Yeah, Charlie, I feel like Kyle is a very unique game player, at least for our series. Uh, how would you have navigated that in our, like, seasons past with Survivor Dearborn? Like, would you have wanted to work with Kyle? Would you have kept him closer? Like, what, I would what... def-
2: Yeah, yeah so I, I would definitely mean... have tried to work with Kyle. I think Kyle, like you said, presented himself well as someone who is willing to work with anyone. Um, and I also think Kyle, I don't know if this was intentional or not, but presented him as someone that could end up with the final in the final three with you, and you could beat. Like he wasn't trying to come off as too threatening. Like he wanted people to think, yeah, take me along and as long as you can, because you know you can beat me. But then holding out hope that he had that chance in the end with uh, jury's favor, I definitely would have wanted to play with him. I think, um, like Drew said, it kind of came down to his gameplay can only last so long, um, when you're thinking about round around rather than rounds in ahead of time, then um, it's just going to catch up to you, you know?
0: Yeah. So, Kyle, we, we drop our buffs, you guys merge, uh, and we have a string of big players go home. You have Liam, you have Jen, you have Spencer, which was the vote that you stuck her out, like, <laughs> with Spencer for. Um, at what point did you really kind of feel the game start to pick up?
3: Yeah, I really feel like after that Spencer vote, that's when it really kind of set the tone for how rough it was going to be, because it was the final vote of the second day. And it was just kind of like a like what's going on kind of ordeal. And it just felt like from there, it was like everyone's out for everyone. Like there were no more like alliances and individual. It was just everyone for themselves.
0: Mm -hmm. I have
3: several questions about the
0: Spencer vote.
3: So you
1: voted. You were the only person to vote with Spencer on that vote. Did you know that the plan
3: was to get Spencer out? I knew the plan was to get Spencer out, but I honestly enjoyed Spencer. I, like, he, oh. he was a Grand Rapids person, so I kind of knew him, and I somewhat trusted him. So I didn't want to see him go. But I, I kind of knew that was the plan.
1: Right, so then the vote goes through. Obviously, everybody knows somebody votes with Spencer, but everybody denies it, including you. Did you ever expect coming into the game that you would be that you would lie on this? Oh, I, 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 it's not I like a I huge, knew. it's not a huge lie, but like it's a lie. And I just didn't oh, see no, I you knew at I was the gonna beginning lie. of the game. Yeah, I didn't see you at the beginning of the game. I was like, I don't know if this is the type of player who's going to do this, but when you did, I was so glad that you did.
3: Oh yeah, I, I, was, I definitely was like playing. I'm like, I'm just going to lie. Like I'm, I don't want to be the odd man out. So I just right. lied. Well, and I
2: think um, that little subtle thing, voting with Spencer cause he was your ally and sticking with him like that can garner respect from a jury. I, I tend to like that move sometimes, especially when you were able to pull it off without letting everyone know that it was you doing it. Um, I did that myself a couple of times in the season and, I had people that were on the jury. I never made the final three, but people on the jury were like, if you made the final three, like that was a cool, that was a, we respected that, you know, mm-hmm. I think people would have liked that. If you Yeah, you're sticking with your allies. I liked that move.
0: I yeah, did I did too, Kyle. I think that's a, it's a pretty ballsy thing to do and then turn around and lie to it because it seemed like it's themed seems to be a theme for this season. At least you might be the first person that has lied about their vote like we constantly will come back from tribal council and like Tom will receive votes or like Ryan will receive votes. And everybody's like, oh yeah, like I voted for you. And they're just like, okay, like whatever. Like, I think you were the first person that like straight up just bullshitted like your, your lie about who you voted for. And I I was like, okay, like guess Kyle's playing. And that was your big breakout episode. The rat King cometh. Uh, You spend the night on day three and you wake up the next morning uh, seemed to be a new man you had your sniper monkey shirt on uh ready to take on the day you had your nice cargo pants on or cargo shorts on i should say um and you won your first immunity what was uh what was that like for you uh it was uh it was a pretty uh a thrilling event
3: i mean i never really would have thought i'd ever touch that necklace i've seen it and i even had a i had ryan give it to me because i was like i'm never gonna see this thing i just want to wear it once and then actually winning it i was like oh my god like I don't have to worry about getting voted out next time. Yeah, you're a challenge beast.
0: Yeah, you have more challenge wins than Charlie does. You have more challenge wins than uh, I think Anthony does. There's a handful of other dear worn people that you have. Um, you know. You have more challenge wins than Dom does. <laughs> true. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens on the next season if I play. Um, but yeah, Kyle, you come in. I feel like this is when we start to see you get a little bit looser and a little more confident with your gameplay. Uh, that was when Addison gets sent home and you kind of like pitch that to him. I feel like had you not won immunity, they would have been able to successfully flush his idol because they would have just run back this last episode an episode earlier. Does that make sense? I feel like yeah. you you winning really threw a wrench into things. And like nobody really wanted to get rid of Addison. No one really wanted to get rid of Bridget. Like it was Like it was a whole thing, but you committed kind of to that Addison vote. What was that like? I know Addison, you said, was, um, you were working with him at least on day two. Uh, by the time day three hit, where were your alliances like kind of going in, or were you just lone, lone man out there, lone sniper monkey?
3: Yeah. So, like I had said, going into the third day, it was kind of
0: everyone's game at that point. After that, Spencer's vote, it all kind of just went downhill.
3: And Addison seemed like a, uh, obviously a, a target i mean people always label the tall guys targets i don't know why i never did but everyone does that so i was like okay i'll go with it so i kind of just threw his name out because it was like just easy target you know we get rid of somebody who is a decent competitor and uh, like i said if i didn't get immunity it probably would have been me like i, I kind of can sense it at that point because i was that one kind of like just scapegoating through basically mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think that that round
1: where you won immunity definitely saved you. And then unfortunately, because it kind of balances out, I guess, because you won the immunity that saved you. And then the next round, I think that I think the only reason you went out was because Ryan had the idol. Uh, I think if Ryan didn't have and we'll get there in a second, but I think if Ryan didn't have that idol, you probably make it through that round.
0: I agree. I think I, I don't know when you would have gotten cut had Ryan not had that idol. Like I, I could see like a run to the end. Like, I don't, I honestly don't know if you would have been able to win any of the other immunities that are left, but you at least had that one. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being honest, like from what, have, from what we have going on. And I think you might've seen a couple when we were filming it, but no spoilers for that. Um, but I think the the rest were, were kind of rough, but um, the one that you did win, I think, did save you. And I want to I like see a universe where you would be able to make it, like just make a final, final plea at final tribal council. Uh, but then we – so Addison gets voted out. Ryan still has his idol. And that is where we find the start of episode 11 going into uh, this next round. Um, Kyle, what was your headspace at after Ryan bluffs not just once but his second time uh, with his idol?
3: Yeah, so kind of at that point, I I kind of clicked with me. I was like, I'm probably going home. Like, th-
0: th- it was like I'm kind of like I knew
3: it. I mean, winning the immunity too, I felt like put like a target on my back because people were like, okay, he's kind of noticed. We got to get rid of him. And Ryan not flushing it, kind of was like, oh man, like I'm going next. So I just I kind of pretty much knew after the next challenge that it was my time.
0: So when did you concoct your plan to get your fake idol? Um, I, I cannot, I, I may have found it, the. I think I
3: found it the second day, I actually found it the second day, I, um, it was tucked behind a barn, I just randomly found it, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna try and play it off, because at some point, I'm gonna be in the chopping block, may as well go out with a bang, you know, so I just kind of grabbed it, and I, again, I think it was the second day I found it, but I just saw it right away, I was like, I'm using this, I, I gotta do it.
2: Some behind-the-scenes stuff, Kyle Kyle gave multiple confessionals with me on that second day where he's like, yeah, I might be going home, but I've got something up my sleeve. And I'm like, Kyle, what is it? And he's like, I'm not telling you. I'm like, no, you have to like
1: tell me so we can figure this out
2: for the episode. It was so funny.
1: Yeah, there were multiple confessionals where you said like, oh, I may have a trick up my sleeve. And you, yeah. Dom, Dom asked me last week, Dom was like, do you, what do you think he has up his sleeve? If anything, And I was like, he has nothing like unless there's a universe in which you secretly found an advantage he has nothing but why would you not tell the anyways i have a question (laughs) about this fake idol so with this cast did you consider telling anyone that you had an idol even though you knew no it's not real did you consider telling people you have an idol so maybe votes don't go on you
3: you know i really thought about that and and like i am Looking back, I probably should have done that because it probably would have scared Yeah, because what was I, the
0: point in playing a fake idol if nobody thought it was? Well, there, were times where I it. Would, um,
3: there were times where I would put it in my pocket and, like, try and, like, position it so, like, people notice, like, oh, he's got something in his pocket. But I guess it just never went in my mind, like, okay, I got to say something, like, you know, like, just point it out. But I feel like if I showed somebody that thing, they'd never, they'd never believe me, so I just I had to just go with it. And Kyle, I kind of a, wanted that like shock value too, just at the end, just like everyone going, like, oh my god. Like I just
0: oh, to her. Kyle, yeah. in seasons past I had a fork as a immunity idol and a stick. So I think you could have convinced a couple people about it, particularly because of how paranoid this entire cast is the majority of the time. Um, I think also just a fun note, Charlie was saying how you constantly were saying you had something up your sleeves as you're wearing a Sleeveless, sleeveless sleeveless shirt, shirt yeah. <laughs> and uh your car goes i'm sure like maybe if you wore different pants and didn't have a million pockets on your pants people might have noticed <laughs> something in your
2: pocket. <laughs> yeah it was a good choice in wardrobe i liked the
0: you should wait till the first
3: council i mean you're gonna you're gonna love it <laughs>
0: you're gonna <laughs> yeah. i wish i had my ponderosa videos edited you can kyle's is a hoot he literally gets out of the game wears his girlfriend's shirt because he doesn't have a clean one and then plays like guitar hero the rest of the day like <laughs> so it's it, we'll get to that point but that's already outside the game that's a little bit behind the scenes uh let's go to the comment section real quick um before we kind of get deep into this episode reviewing it um uh, matt asked um Kyle, what would your final final three pitch have been if you made it to the final three?
3: Okay, well, wait, can you, like, sum that up for me? I don't really know how to answer. Oh, like...
0: had, you, had you made it all the way to the final three, what would you have said to the jury that would have made them vote for you? Like, what was your, like, big thing that, oh. you know, would have sold you?
3: Oh, man. Um, you know, I, I probably would have just stood up and been like, you know, I really don't know how I got here, but it's been – one hell of a ride and I've had some fun meeting you guys. I mean, I just, I'd be, I'd be honest. Like I'd just be open and just chill. Like that's kind of how I played the whole game pretty much. Nice. And like, I don't have any like, like flex of like, Oh, I like, I had this strategic plan planned out or like, I was like, everyone's like go-to man. Like, you know, I was just riding the wave and just seeing what happens. You know, not I much I can totally, say. I mean, I... Yeah.
0: Still a respectable pitch, I believe. And then I guess, uh, Drew, this could be for you. Uh, who had a better fake idol play, Mark or Kyle?
1: Uh, I don't know how to answer this. I
0: think we're picking between two evils right now.
1: Well, uh, Kyle, yours was Kyle's was more fun to watch everybody else react to, but Mark put in more work for his. Like, he... Actually, put in the social work to convince people he had an idol. So, like, honestly, both were a lot of fun for me. So I can't, I can't give an answer. I think the reactions when uh, Kyle, when you stood up and pulled something out of your pocket, the faces that everybody made, I top tier entertainment.
3: It was fun. Yeah, I I remember seeing the shot of Bridge's face. She was just destroyed because like she (laughs) thought she was going home.
0: Yeah, but speaking of, like, rewinding a little bit back to the start of the episode, um, speaking of putting in some social work, it seems like we have a handful of people that are emerging as the people that are dictating each round. I believe, you know, maybe Sydney, Juliana, Bridget, and Tom, and maybe even Claire are, you know, putting in the work, I feel, socially to be able to create the narrative for the episode this time we started off a little bit rocky because Sydney had to do some damage control with Ryan. Charlie, I'm sure this might hit a little close to home, so could you kind of fill us in a little bit what you were thinking back when uh Sydney decided to vote for Ryan and then had to tell him that after he right. had like- to tell him. Well, yeah. That,
2: yeah, that's the thing. We we talked about it after watching the episode. I mean, she definitely regrets telling him that. Um, I think I think that's just kind of what the vibe with the whole cast was, that people were doing that. So she thought that was something people would want to hear. But in actuality, I think Ryan's all very different than the rest of the cast. I think yeah. Ryan's mind works differently than the rest of the cast. So it's definitely not the best move telling him that. Um, I think trying to get Ryan out was smart. And I think, you know, really going for that even more would have been better off, better off for her game so that she could have taken more credit for those kind of things. But – um Uh, I definitely do think that telling him wasn't the best move in the world.
1: I will say one thing about Sydney that I've started noticing, and I've been a Sydney fan from the beginning. Um, You know, you kind of have three different gameplay styles. You have the people who are really strategic players. You have people who are really strong socially. And then you have people who are really good at the challenges and up until this point sydney has been a really strong social player and while she's been making strategic decisions i think the past couple of episodes we've really seen her pivot into that strategic side you know her throwing bridget's name out was kind of like oh wow that's that's a lot and then bridget finding out about it i think sydney is really transitioning at this point in the game to focusing more on strategy than social and i'm interested to see where that goes
2: mm-hmm. Kyle, I can't remember. Did you have any run-ins with her? Did you guys work together on anything or talk game at all? Probably
3: not. <laughs> probably not. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Probably not. I mean, I, I didn't really
2: talk yeah. game
0: with anyone. I just kind of yeah. went with
2: whatever. Well, it was around to the conversations, yeah. I wasn't... I was not yeah. remember.
0: Yeah. It, Sydney had an interesting episode. I feel like she's had, like you said, a interesting past couple episodes because I do think her mind is there strategically and... Like She's making the moves that you should make, but the rest of the cast is maybe not on the same page. Um, mm-hmm. with the
1: problem is she's so well socially set up that at this point, every round, having to throw a name out is hurting mm-hmm. her. It's a knife in the so back. Set up.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's a knife in the back to other people. And I think... um yeah. You gotta be able to make the move at the right time and then take credit for the move at the right time too. You don't want to always be seen as the person that's doing it. Yeah. Um, and she had such a strong start to the game too, that when things start to not go her way, it seems even worse than what it is. I still think she's one of the stronger players yeah. in the game. This point. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting episode for her for
0: sure.
1: Speaking I of making moves, I do have a question about who made a specific move. Cause I know that there's been discussion about this. So Obviously, everybody, especially Taylor. Taylor was like, okay, we are getting rid of the the Ryan's idol this episode. Like, we're yeah. doing it. Whose idea was it initially? Who pitched to put the two votes on Kyle? Was it Juliana? Was it Sydney?
0: Juliana. I think it was both Juliana and Bridget. So the com- conversation really happened with um... – I think Kyle's name generally was always out there as somebody that can go home on a Ryan vote, Um, but nobody was committing to any plan. So after the challenge um, they kind of got together and it was Tom, Juliana and Bridget. And they're all like, here's what we need to do. Um, We're all okay with seeing Kyle go, this is what we need to do. And so it was a kind of a combination one, two of uh, Juliana and Bridget moving forward. I think Tom initially got the conversation started about flushing the idol, but like easy for Tom to say when he's not receiving any votes. Um, I don't,
1: I don't believe for, well, actually it's Tom. So maybe I do believe it when, when everybody was like, Oh yeah, good. Like interesting Tom that you're saying it now that you have immunity. And he was like, Oh, I didn't even consider that.
0: I I don't (laughs) think he considered. I I
1: was going to say, I was going to say he did. And then I realized it was Tom.
0: Yeah. I, I think I, before, yeah, so it was it was kind of a combination of Juliana and Bridget. Bridget was doing something else, though, and she was like, I don't know if it'll play out into this episode or this next episode, um, but she would be going around and she would be saying like, oh, yeah, Juliana came up with this plan to do this, when it was mm-hmm. very much a combination of 50-50. So that might have gotten lost uh, in the edit where um, it kind of gets confusing, but it was very much um, – that group having that discussion first. I do think Sydney might have been involved in the beginning of the. Conference. Was in that
2: first group. I know that for sure. Yeah, that. There was Tom, Sydney, Bridget, and Juliana. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because when, when it hear, came like, down to hear, where the numbers Julie... were going to lie, I think right it was the other one.
2: Yeah, she didn't. She didn't talk about splitting the vote. I don't think anyone can take credit for flushing Ryan idol because everyone wanted to do that and everyone right. was planning on doing that. The split vote was. Bridget and Juliana's idea for sure because yeah, they, we
1: hear from Juliana about it in confessionals but then Sydney is the one who kind of tells the group about it mm-hmm. so yeah that's I just wanted clarity on who like who is the one who got that you know group of girls together to disseminate that
0: yeah so before we even like kind of get into how that whole vote out happened I do kind of want to touch on some touchy subjects yes. of that challenge Kyle you had a fantastic little segment of you writing down everybody for you know who you thought didn't deserve to be there who you thought the smelliest was uh and then going into the challenge you were out almost immediately um what did you think of that like going in
3: uh going in when I got voted out pretty quickly I was immediately like okay I have a target on my back like these people want me out
0: like I I clicked with me right
3: away like there's no reason they wouldn't do that without wanting to get me out because, I mean, they clearly didn't want to give me even a shot of getting immunity all this time. So mm-hmm. I instantly, walking away, I'm like, okay, I'm done.
0: Like, I'm, I'm going home after this. So the, um, I always like this challenge because it, it really does divvy up where everybody's at and it makes people aware. I mean, we kind of expected Kyle to get a lot of those, um, you know, negative, not so negative ones, but more like if you could vote somebody out, uh, what would you do? Um, or who would it be, who doesn't deserve to be here, mostly because you spent this entire season saying, I don't know how I got here, which is fine. But some other people that were getting those were like Claire and Brendan, and I don't know necessarily how um, you guys may think about that. Drew, what were your thoughts about uh, both Kyle, Claire, and Brendan all kind of getting grouped into like this um, negative mindset or or negative position? Negative, yeah.
1: So Kyle, like yours, you were able to laugh it off. So I was like, okay, I don't feel bad. (laughs) Like it happened. And like, you clearly didn't care. Claire, like was visibly not happy. Uh, Mm -hmm. I feel really bad for Claire. I I think I texted Dom after the episode. I was like, is Claire okay? Because yikes. Uh, Brendan didn't seem to have any reaction to his and also the ones that he got, I agreed with. So
0: yeah, I I think... uh, Claire kind of got a bad rep this episode, at least during this challenge, because when we we've been watching all season, I think she's been fighting the most from like the bottom, at least throughout that pre-merge and during the merge, like she's been able to navigate it pretty well. So I didn't really agree with where the cast stood on that. Um, Charlie, what What were your thoughts on where Claire has been at in this game?
2: Well, I think, people lump her into the group of someone who's kind of coasting through right now. I think that's been evident when her name comes up just in kind of a throwaway manner. Yeah. Um, I think she's taken a little more agency as time has gone on. I don't think everyone really recognizes that, but I think as a viewer we're able to recognize it through some of her talk and confessionals and everything. Um, But I do think that she has kind of been lumped into kind of the group of people who – could just go home and no one would really think twice about it.
0: Yeah. So throughout this challenge, another thing. Um, so Kyle gets next first Taylor's shortly after him, Juliana Sydney, the one person that everybody is scared that does to not win immunity is sitting pretty Ryan without getting stuff into his bucket. I do know uh, Claire, another point to her game. Claire was kind of actively trying not to do it so that she can build the bond with him. And, not be voted out with his idol like not have votes cast to her but I don't know if everybody else's mindset with that Bridget seemed to be the only one that was openly like putting stuff in his basket um what were your thoughts on that kind of going forward
1: I mean it makes sense why Juliana wouldn't do it because Juliana and Ryan have their thing it kind of makes sense why Sydney wouldn't wouldn't do it even though she just told Ryan that she voted for him But for everybody else, like when I'm looking at people like Taylor, who, I mean, to be fair, she wasn't in the challenge very long I just don't get it. If you have an obvious target, and we saw how dead set Taylor was on flushing the idol out in that round, why would you not get out the person who you don't want to win immunity first?
2: Well, also, there's a way to play this game, um, just kind of like politically. Like you, yeah, you go immediately for the person you want to get out, but Ryan was the only one I saw doing this strategy where you vote for people who you give them their third vote, so they're out of the game, and they they can't do the easy. Oh, I'm going to vote for you because you voted for me. Nobody else was doing that. There's a way to play that game, and it was everybody was just trying to trying to even out. They were just trying to be too nice with it and being yeah. like, oh, this person's at one, everybody else is at two, so I'll put one in theirs. And it's like no, you gotta you gotta think about who's going to vote for you next. Mm-hmm. Dude, I like, will I'll- be out for yourself in that game
1: yes i i completely agree i will also say dom dom you know i love you i do have a gripe about this challenge yeah i i love the challenge itself but i think that it puts certain people at an extreme disadvantage when you have the order of the rock drops start from the same end every time yeah Oh, okay, but okay. I messed yeah. up
0: once. Uh, it was So I, my initial plan, I was trying to alternate it, and then somebody got Juliana out, and she was on the other end, and I was like, oh, well, Juliana, just go ahead. Like, And then it just messed up my whole flow. So I was trying to alternate it a little bit. But, yes, I I completely agree. And when I was editing it, it, it does kind of create a little bit of a
1: – It makes certain people have to play offense a lot more frequently than others. You might just even
2: have to do, like – random drawing next time I don't think or just have cool. everybody write
1: their name on a board and flip it for who they want to give a rock to
0: they all draw for spots and so I do also think that is the luck of the draw and that happens in all of our challenges that we do you know you could be at the absolute end away from, like in the balance challenge balance immunity challenge you could be at the absolute end away from the wind and like you're off scot-free or you could be you know the first one picked to go first and touchy subjects and draw first blood I do think it's part of the luck of the draw. But again, no, I noted, um, I did think that that was a little bit interesting. But I do think that the people would have gotten out eventually. And the only, you know, end result that would have really changed was maybe Tom didn't win immunity. But it was a really interesting combo of the last four of Tom, Claire, uh, Brendan, and Bridget. And those seem to be the people that have been playing this very, you know, voty block game of, being able to alternate you know alliances and moving forward um did it did anybody else did that stand out to anybody else especially with Tom winning on this very social challenge did that like Drew I guess did that um boost Tom's social uh I don't know social agency
1: in the game the moment that I saw this challenge was touchy subjects I knew that Tom was Tom was going to win. I think I texted Dom that before I started watching the challenge. I said, I think Tom's got this because mid game Tom's name was coming up in conversations a little bit, but Tom is so well positioned socially and no one's looking at him as a threat. So like who would want to get Tom out of this challenge? Mm -hmm. Like he's not somebody who people want to vote out, but he's also not like somebody at the front.
0: So I figured Tom would make it far if not Mm win. Yeah, it was a it, so it's always one of my favorite challenges to do. Like I said, it really kind of draws the lines. Uh, not so much for the contestants. I know some people are salty. Why are they so mean and whatever? Like a lot of it is a lot of it is out of fun, but a lot of it does you know make people start to think about where they're at. Um, and I do think that translated into the post-merge canoodling. I think that was when everybody was like, "Okay, like this is where we're at. We need to be able to do this." Like. Um, and that kind of gets the ball rolling a little bit, uh, did, um, so, so yeah, Juliana and Ryan, I guess before kind of have this bond or, or agreement, we'll say alliance agreement. Um, and I feel like that kind of follows into the post merge or post challenge canoodling where she seems to be like gunning for him, but still wants to be able to like alert him of that. Um, Drew, what was that like kind of watching back for you? Did you see like – It's
1: mutually beneficial. It's mutually beneficial because not only does Ryan now have somebody who he can count on to give him information and tell him when he needs to play the idol, when he's clearly the person who everybody's targeting, it also gives Juliana an extra vote. And Mm -hmm. then also when Ryan is inevitably taken out, when he doesn't win immunity, Juliana has that connection on the jury. Mm Mm-hmm. So whether she's thinking about that or not, I think it's mutually beneficial. I love it.
0: Yeah. I think one of my favorite, you know, realizations with Juliana wanting to take Ryan to the final three is, you know, if she loses a final four challenge, they're going to go for Ryan before they go for her. So I think that's thinking ahead in the right way um, possible. And um, Drew, I guess if Juliana and Ryan were to sit at the finals, who do you have your money on right off the bat with that?
1: My gut says Juliana.
0: Interesting. Okay, but um, I don't know. That was without me taking a ton
1: of time to think about it. But okay. my gut says Juliana. I mean, Ryan Ryan has played a a much more visible game, but I think Juliana's done a really good job socially, especially considering. Yeah, she's she's just really well positioned, and she has the Spencer move in her back pocket that nobody knows that she was the one who spearheaded that. She can bring up at uh, Final Tribal. I mean, she has she has a lot in her arsenal that I think is very understated that I could see her coming up and having a great final tribal. Whereas Ryan's game has been so visible, I'm not sure what all he could add to it.
2: I also I also wanted to point out with this Ryan Juliana um, uh, alliance, it it kind of parallels Ryan and Jen's at the beginning of the merge where they had this similar setup where they were like, oh, we're two of the stronger players, we can keep each other aware of what's happening. I'd be interested to see, talk to Ryan about, you know, why he was so willing to flip on Jen so quickly in that alliance and what's different about his alliance with Juliana and what maybe what she did well to make sure that they had a stronger connection than Jen and him did.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I I agree. I think there's a lot of parallels with Ryan's game, at least like finding that one person that he can really kind of move Mm -hmm. with. Originally, he wanted it to be Sydney. They, the way he phrased that was so—it was bad. It was, he was not going to take that. Yeah. But I think I think we're starting to see kind of like a pattern with Ryan's game um, and mm-hmm. who he wants to align himself with. Mm-hmm. I, do have to, I do give him respect for wanting to align with some big move makers, and that also mm-hmm. is is kudos to both Juliana and Sydney for also wanting to like play with those big, like a big player like Ryan and not be scared of of that. Um, Kyle, during like this whole canoodle sesh. Um, did you have any like idea of where things were going to go, or were you just kind of enjoying your swing? Uh, I'd say it was a
3: little bit of both. I mean, i I kind of got the huge hint I am going home. I mean, it kind of right off the bat with the challenge and me getting knocked out right away. But I was also just kind of like, you know, I'm still here. I may as well have a little bit of fun and just, you know, just soak it in. So I mean, I going in, I'm like, yeah, I'm going home. I mean, it wasn't any big shocker to me.
0: I know, I know. Right after the. Uh... Right after Survivor had to be a weekend or two after we were sitting at the bar and you were like, yeah, like I've just been rethinking it over and over. I should have just voted for Bridget." Like was that at any point thought of like in your mind? Like, did you think to go for Bridget or uh, can like talk to Ryan and ask who he was voting for?
3: You know, I think in the moment, I think I was just so excited to see everyone's like shock value when I pulled out hidden immunity. I don't know. I didn't even think about it but like looking back at it it would have been a very smart move because i've noticed ryan has had it out for bridget for so long it would have been a very smart move for me to do that because i would have lasted one more round i mean it would have been one more round but you know it's whatever
2: if you could have if you could have had the decision like if you were to vote one person that's who would have gone home who would it be at this point in this episode instead of you
3: oh that's a tough one I, i feel like everyone is I mean, even some people have played stronger games. I think everyone has played a really smart game to where they've gotten at now. But I would have to – that's a tough one. I would want to say Bridget, but, I mean, Bridget has played so smart, and she's always kind of had that target on her back. But, like, that was just kind of my thought process. Yeah.
1: We haven't talked a lot about Bridget. I am confused with Bridget a little bit. And – I don't think it's her fault and I don't think it's Dom's fault on the editing. I just don't know how I feel about Bridget's game because her name is constantly brought up by people who she's supposedly working with. And somehow every round the vote turns on to someone else, but I don't necessarily know that it's her doing.
2: Well, I think part of that is that she's working with so many people and people kind of recognize that. And so like, She's not someone's number one, but she's a lot of people's number two or three. And so they're more willing to cut off a two or three than they are a one, you know? That makes sense. I think she's navigating it decently well, like, yeah, in terms of she's gotten close a couple times, but it hasn't come to fruition yet. I
0: do think that she's um, – I think I, I understand where you're coming from, Drew, because I'm also kind of confused with that. Um, I think Sydney wants to go for her because she is – um playing a very identical game to kind of what Sydney is. And Sydney wants to like distinguish herself from that, but she's also waiting for the right moment to do so because if she gets rid of Bridget, she'll also like be the only person kind of playing that game, you know? Um, And then Tom wants to go for Bridget because he has entrusted Bridget from, I don't know, he'll say since day one or whatever, but. Yeah. As they were in a final three by like round two of the game. But I think since he, she went for Jen or aligned with jen over tom i think there's this underlying like i need to go for bridget i need to go for bridget yet always like i feel like a better plan gets presented to him and he'll hop on that but it's still a very integral storyline because bridget will also go and do work to get the name off of her like what happened with addison um and then ryan this round went around and you know spread the bridget name um and Sydney's name was thrown in there somehow. I like. I still to this day I don't know how. Like, I probably
2: Brendan Nesper thinking he's going to throw a vote on someone random.
0: There's literally like a a a, a um a scene that like I cut because there's like no context but it's like sydney talking to brendan he's like oh like what would you talk about and he goes oh well your name was thrown out she goes by you and he's like like, oh it would be on brand and (laughs) it is very it's it's interesting to see how like a lot of these girls are able to um have their name thrown out but nothing really seems to like pick up steam taylor is another one whose name keeps getting thrown out as somebody who just like Taylor and Claire and Bridget. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 kind of like this dynamic of like we need to keep them in the back of our head, but like right now Ryan's idol is like the main priority, main focus. And I do think had um, I do think you know if 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 Kyle maybe had was more involved in the in the discussion, like he very easily could have like swung a vote onto Bridget and had like Tom or somebody switch up and do it, like. Mm -hmm it's it it's it's very thin line i feel like a lot of them are walking
1: i will also say going back to bridget i think one thing that bridget has done extremely well aside from her being really good in challenges is she got the information that sydney threw her name out and you can almost visually see she goes like oh really interesting and you can see her like mentally bank that and then the next conversation group she's with is in with sydney and she acts like nothing is wrong and I think that she she does a she's done a really good job of like, okay, I know my name is out there. I know who's saying my name, but I have to keep pretending that nothing is wrong because mm-hmm.
0: there are other priorities above me right now. And I think that Bridget's doing a really good job of that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely navigating things well.
0: Yeah. And so we get to tribal council. And I uh I grill them. Uh, this was a rough tribal council I feel to be sitting at because a lot of them I did question what they were doing, what they were like. Um, what they received in the touchy subjects, how that made them feel. And Taylor drops a bomb and it was, it's, it, she's just straight up told Juliana that she's a threat. And I think that got kind of swept under the rug at this tribal council because there were so many big moments. Uh, but that is massive because that never happens on our survivor shows. Like, like on mine that nobody, like nobody directly calls out somebody in a way that like, I feel like Taylor did, um drew what was it like kind of watching that did you did it have as big of an impact on you
1: i think when you asked taylor that question and she started speaking i was like oh she's gonna be real direct here and she realized that and stopped and the way that you did the music and the long pause and the camera changes it was it was perfect uh i loved it and then she calls out juliana as being a threat and juliana's kind of like okay okay and yeah. I think I think it was a really fun moment. I loved
0: it. Good. For Th- that Taylor. was a real time pause. Like I. Oh, I, I, I believe it. Good for Taylor. Yeah. Um. So yep. We we get through like the whole thing. The big lead up to Tribal Council was that there's so many names getting thrown out there, but also Juliana wanted to tell Ryan to play his idol. Officially tell him that he needed to play his idol, and he does play his idol. Um, Charlie, do you think? I I guess you ask this question to Ryan and we'll see how he answers it. But I want to know how you would interpret this. You ask Ryan, like, so Juliana told you to play your idol. Do you think she'll take credit for that move later on? Or how are you going to be able to like navigate that as your move, playing that at tribal council? Like see, like knowing that Juliana leaked that to Ryan, like who has the more agency after this tribal council in that relationship, whose move would you consider that to be?
2: I mean, I would say that Juliana is very, very like the best at the political side of this game in terms of really setting herself up to make like this is a safe move for her. Like Ryan was, I would say, 99 percent sure he was going to play this idol at before this tribal council without being told to do so. But because she laid that groundwork earlier and was able to like still play with him and be able to give him that look or tell him like she can take some credit for this and I think it'll pay off for her. I I do think though that it was like, uh, I think she's finding good safe moves to make. Like, I don't think this was a big move for her that would like change the game for her, but I think it is something that she can add on the resume and kind of take away from Ryan a little bit.
1: Exactly, it's another thing like I, like I mentioned earlier that she has, that she has done although not not like a huge thing but it's another thing that she's done that people don't know she's done that if she makes that final three she can say oh she, i did this that you didn't know about mm-hmm. i did this you didn't know about i did this you did, and uh, she has a great case if she makes yep. it i yep. mean good on taylor for calling her out because juliana's there are a lot of people who have significant resumes in the game but juliana's i don't think people are seeing the resume
0: so good on taylor for calling it out mm-hmm. yeah so we end the episode Tyler or Kyle gets his torch snuffed, uh, with, uh, going home. He gets to go take his shower. Um, Kyle leaving the game, what was kind of your mindset? Like, like leaving, I know you were kind of happy that you got to finally like lay down and (laughs) nap in a real bed and stuff, but, um, what was your mindset like leaving? Like, how did you feel? You know, I,
3: I probably didn't show it that well, but it actually was a little disappointing going home. I mean, it, it was definitely really fun to be in. And I, I honestly, I thought it would have been funny as hell if I had made it to the final three. Like, just oh, we were all being, here, me next to, like, two powerhouse players. Like, that would have been hilarious. But, you know, I mean, I kind of saw, like, you know, it is my time to go. You know, i kind of – I've goofed around enough. I've had my fun. And it was one of the best showers I've ever taken in a long time. But, yep. again, I mean, I – I was disappointed, but I was like, I was fulfilled. I think I had done a decent job in the game for where I was at. I agree
1: completely. We, I was really sad personally to see you go because I think you were not only were you a really fun character, but I think genuinely, like I mentioned earlier, I I think you were a pretty good player. So it it was it it hurt to see you go over some others. I'm not going to say names, but we all know.
0: Yeah. So I guess we can start into our power player rankings of the week. I know beforehand um, we we don't know where each other is at with this. I I, I also, like, don't know where I'm going to start off with this. I think a lot of mine can be interchangeable. Um, but, uh, yeah, Drew, you want to start off?
1: Mm, can I not go first? Because my number two and three, I'm still flipping back and
0: forth. Between okay. You. I'll go first. Yeah.
2: I I think I'll throw um, Tom at number three. I think uh, he involved himself in the right conversations in this episode. He won that immunity because like Drew said, he is in such a good social position and part of, part of his immunity win was that Um, you didn't really see his name come up for any of the bad things either. Um, And he also wasn't receiving the rocks and that's why he won. Um, I do think he kind of, facilitated some of the Ryan conversation in a way that helped that actually happen. While I don't think anyone can really take credit for that move. I think he did a good job of being involved in that and being there for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I think, I think this game, this, this episode, he started playing a little harder again. I think he's kind of taken a little bit off and this one he's coming back into it.
0: Mm -hmm. I think Tom's a good pick. Uh, Kyle, what about you? Am I doing my top one? No, you're number three. Who Who's getting your one point? You, your number three player of the week. And then we'll go up to number one. So is or number count. one good or is that? Is number, number one, one good is, or is that? Number, number one, one is good. Okay. Number one was the best player. Number three is the third best player.
3: Okay, yeah, I think I'd have to agree with Charlie then on uh, Tom as well. I mean, he does, he's been playing a really good social game. And he's just been really, like, involved in, like, the conversation. He's managed to sway things here and there this last episode. And I think he's in a really good position to kind of maybe not necessarily win an immunity to the final three, but build that bond to take him to the final three.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, Drew, did you figure yours out yet, or do yeah, you want me yeah, to go? Right. I, I got you. Um,
1: for number three, I think I'm going to go with Ryan. Um, I think having a successful idol play is, you know, it's flashy, first of all. It's something that everybody's been waiting on, both in game and viewers. Um, he started that relationship with Juliana. Um, he has the thing with Sydney, and while he doesn't trust Sydney, it's unclear if Sydney's still wanting to work with him moving forward or not. So, you know, I'll give Ryan a point.
0: Okay.
2: He was who I was trying to. Fl- he was my honorable mention. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, I think. I have like a handful of honorable mentions. And mm-hmm. I know that's kind of weird to say because we have nine and we're only giving three. I think Ryan is getting my honorable mention for this week as well, only because I think finally people caught on to what he was doing. I think his montage of, you know, trying to throw out Bridget's name and getting things going. I think people were finally put their foot down and were like, no, like we gotta do this and move forward. And while his idol play is very epic and a long time coming. I do think uh, there was some stronger games going in. Um, and I don't know how anybody else is going to interpret this, but I do want to give this player uh, some kudos for how they were able to navigate this round. Uh, no matter how people may think she doesn't deserve to be there. I think Claire uh, mm-hmm. gets my one point, mostly because you know it, it is really hard to be playing that game and as hard as she has, and we've kind of seen behind the scenes, and receive that and not let it really phase you and continued you know playing pretty well i think one of like an underrated move is her wanting to not vote ryan um so that she can still you know cultivate that trust with him uh, and so she was one of the two votes for kyle um this round and so just kind of being self-aware and thinking that's much ahead and letting other people kind of burn those bridges Um, And making sure that she's at least one person that doesn't vote for him, even though she's voted for him in the past. I think, you know, it's a little bit of a move. And I do think, you know, she was one of the last four standing. She's very socially connected, it seems like. I'm going to throw her a bone and say, Claire, you did deserve to be here this week. So I
1: just wanted to give Claire a hug after this episode. Like, I just felt really bad for her. And I do think that she has somewhat of a route to make it to the end. I don't know if she can win, but if these bigger players, um, the bigger strategists are going to keep taking each other out and we get left with a group of, you know, Claire, Taylor, Brendan, Tom. I mean, Claire's the best strategist probably out of that group and that she can make big moves if she can just continue to maintain being under the radar.
2: I think she's definitely like started to elevate herself from kind of bottom of the pack to getting up to that middle ground kind of dangerous because if they do slip through, there's a chance, you know, yeah, she's starting to get to that it's them. just
1: uh, sadly unfortunately for her it's just all about perception i think dom and i had this text conversation earlier in the week where people from the start of the game have viewed claire as oh claire's just here because you know she's good at puzzles she's claire's good at puzzles that's what yeah. she's here for she's smart um and i i don't think people are viewing her as a threat which is great early in the game i guess but at this point people are viewing her as disposable which is sad to see
0: yeah Well, I I hope that she appreciates the point for this week for me. Uh, Drew, who is your number two? My number two is Juliana. Uh, I was flipping back and forth
1: between Juliana and Ryan for number two and number three. Uh, But ultimately, I'm going with Juliana. Taylor called her out as a threat and everybody else kind of blew it off. She started the thing with Ryan. Um, Like we've been saying, I've been saying uh, her resume is building up and people don't know about it. Um, I think Juliana has positioned herself well where the girls like her. She has Ryan on the side. I think she could really pull some strings. She's one of the stronger girls. I'm going with Juliana for number two. Okay. Charlie,
0: what about you?
2: I'm gonna go uh Bridget. I think as we've kind of alluded to in the rest of this conversation, I think that she is kind of navigated things decently well for being on the chopping block the past couple episodes. And I think ultimately getting Ryan's idol out of the way and then getting out Kyle kind of helps her out because now there's another boy that's gone. So the girls alliance can kind of come to her defense if need be, even though some of them are thinking about flipping on her. But then also Ryan's opened back up as a target. And so her name won't come up as much, hopefully, if Ryan's out. Um, And I think she recognizes that. And I think she, like, like some of the other players in this game, are thinking further ahead than other people are um and i i definitely i'm i think she had a pretty solid episode with all things considered
1: bridget has such a complex gameplay style like i i said earlier i was confused by her but i think it's just
3: complex and i really enjoy that
0: yeah 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 kyle what about you number two uh
3: my number two i'd have to go with ryan i just think that him losing that safety net of having an idol I think it's going to burn a fire under him and the next challenge he is going to go all out and I think he is the type of player that will not go down without a fight I think he's uh I think he's definitely going to show some moves this next episode
0: Cool okay yeah fair solid wow. um, my number 2 is also Juliana I think I think it's a really really cool story that we've had thus far where, you know, she's making this pre-emerge plan to go after Ryan yet. She's been able to adapt to this situation on day three and being, you know, his number one enemies behind the scenes to being his number one ally behind the scenes. Um, and I'm excited to see how that kind of progresses for the two of them and how that works out. Not just that. I do think while she is again, while she's on people's radars, she still was able to kind of navigate this vote. Um, She was one of the two people that, you know, figured out the numbers. um, And I, I, you know, that's another plan that she at least had her hands in um, that you can go back and say, uh, all while being Ryan's supposed number one in the background. So she's getting my two points. Mm -hmm. And Drew, your number one for the week. You know, every season of reality TV that I've
1: watched. I end up standing at least one player. And from episode one, I was allowed an obnoxious Tom Stan. And, you know, for us, Tom Stans, it's been a rough few weeks, but I can gladly say that this week I'm giving three points to Tom. Uh, we're back in business. I'm back to standing Tom. Uh, not only did he prove himself to be in a good social position within the challenge by people not targeting him, He got a lot of the answers to the questions uh, right, showing that he had his pulse on what other people were feeling. He's perfectly in the middle where nobody's throwing Tom's name out anymore, but he's in the majority of uh, these votes. He's voicing his opinions on things and people are listening. He has uh, large group connections with people like uh, the Bridget, uh, Sydney, Juliana group. He also has this weird thing with Brendan. he's in such a good position. Like who's throwing out Tom's name anymore. He had a rough mid game, but our boy's back on the upswing and we love to see it. So I'm unashamedly giving three points to Tom.
0: Nice. Bless you, Charlie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do <did laughs> I do for your Tom. number one? <laughs> your number one, Charlie.
2: Oh, my number one. Uh, I'm going Juliana. I mean, she's, she's the strongest player in the game right now. Um, I think that, like I've always said, every time I'm on this show, she thinks so much farther ahead than everybody. Nobody talks about final three as much as she she does. Nobody talks about jury as much as she does. She's very aware of what's going on. I will say, I don't think her resume is as under the radar as we were saying earlier in the episode. Like I think her name getting thrown out there is because people recognize that she's kind of got a resume building, but she does have some stuff that she's got in her arsenal that she can whip out at any time. and um I think it's funny though sometimes that I think she damages her standing a little bit sometimes when she talks about how well she did in a challenge with people like she's like oh I got second maybe I should take it off the next one I'm like I don't think anyone remembers the second or third place in the challenges as much as she does like in the cast at least and so (laughs) I think she needs to cool it on that a little bit um and keep going for first place though I don't think I don't like people taking off challenges I think she's doing really well in them and She keep going with that but she's just the strongest player in the game i can't i can't give it to anyone else
1: juliana is also a really fun confessionalist i'm finding like when she's like when she wants to do something she's so like fired up and
0: passionate in her confessionals and i love to see that from her Mm -hmm. she's great to edit around as well i at least have five minutes of footage of her like granted maybe two minutes of it is her repeating what she said in the first three minutes but um, I just get it in a different way. So uh, <laughs> she is a great confessionalist, and she does have a really good pulse on the game. I'm not mad at her being at number one. Uh, Kyle, what about you? You're number one of the I week. Would have,
3: I would have to go with Taylor. I think her calling Juliana out was actually a really powerful move, and it might even deter people from wanting to go with Juliana now. I think she may have set herself up to really knock out a big player, and that could help her game out tremendously right now.
1: Nice. i love taylor i love that she did that i don't think this is gonna go great for her but i love i love taylor for doing that good for her
0: i do think that's that's something that uh that that's she's i do think taylor knows how to play and what moves need to be made i just don't think she has the social pull to do that um how charlie said people are noticing if taylor's like noticing it, it matters if you're able like get other people to do it And I do think Taylor did have a really strong episode because, you know, she's focused on Ryan, wants to get him out. And she seems to be the only one that doesn't really care about how, like, the votes get split as long as...
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, she's just over it. And I think that still is pretty, like, badass in the sense of, like, you know, playing the game, still balls to the wall in, like, her own special way. And, like, I think that's a a really unique game that she's played and it's worked for her thus far. Um, But my number one, I'm going with Bridget. I think we saw a really strong episode from Bridget. This episode, she kind of came out. Um, I don't want to say, um, gun blazing after the whole fiasco of the last, uh, her name was on the chopping block with the Addison vote. And I think she really felt the need to be able to like put something in her favor for once. And so I think she took the reins, uh, talked to the people that she needed to talk to and got a plan together, um, with the help of other people. But she really, you know, drove that vote in the way that she wanted to. And she also like Ryan is against her. And so her planning that out, I think is, is, you know, knowing her name is on the line is pretty bold. So I think Bridgie gets my number one for the week. And that will wrap up our power players for this week. Um, Again, if you are tuning in, you can be sure to find those over on our social media, Survivor Grand Rapids, on Instagram and on Facebook. I tally up all those points and update them uh, week to week. So this should be a big one. We have some names on here that haven't been on here in a, quite a while. Um, we'll see where everybody falls. And, uh, yeah, it's an exciting, exciting week. We do have two more episodes left of Survivor Grand Rapids. Uh, how are we going to get rid of eight people in two episodes? Find out how am I going to edit two episodes where eight people will get out. I don't know. Figure out. We'll figure that out soon. But uh, Drew, any last questions for Kyle before we go?
1: Kyle, I'm going to ask you the same question I always ask everyone. Well, actually, I have two questions. I like I like this question that I asked Addison last week. Uh, Number one, what would be your biggest piece of advice for anybody who's going to play Survivor Grand Rapids in the future?
3: Uh, my biggest advice is just go out there and just, you know, do you. I mean, obviously I that's what I did and it worked, but you really just got to go out there and have fun. Like it is a big strategy and like social game, but you can't beat yourself up about it. And people are going to say things like the challenge we recently had. You just got to brush it off and just enjoy the moment and, you know, make friends along the way. It's a really fun ride. It really is. No matter when you get voted out or how long you make it, it just it always seems like everyone's there to have fun and just get to know each other and it really is quite an experience
1: yeah I will say. Uh, yeah go ahead i was going to say every single person who i've talked to who's played has has said that it's been a blast uh and that kind of leads me into the, my question that i always ask and that is would you play again
3: oh 100 percent. i would totally play again i'd play a little more smarter next time like i'd actually try and talk to people and play the social game but i would i would be on board in a heartbeat to play again it was a blast. Don put on such a great production. His editing skills are amazing in this. It is just it's an all around it's a great atmosphere. You're on some people who are amazing and they're all just there to have fun and just you got to make people laugh and smile. That's all you got to do in the game, really. Oh yeah.
2: Kyle, you playing as yourself, you are a top 3 most entertaining person that we've ever had on the show easily. Probably number 1. I I'd, I'd have to go back and watch older seasons, but you're you're top 3 for sure. You were so much fun to watch. You have, a, you have an eye for showmanship. I think you need to look into acting or something.
1: You're or apply, apply to real survivor. Yeah. love you. Oh, my Dude, God. you're so fun.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, Kyle, I'm just echoing what everybody's kind of said already, but I'll, I'll give you my, my last spiel. Um, I truly do appreciate you coming out and playing. I know it took a lot to leave the birdbath factory for uh, the three days and, and help out, but not seeing – you kind of come into your own around like everybody and, you know, own the rat King and make it like, you know, make it a thing. That's like fun. It it was infectious, not just with um, the cast, but with the crew. Like I, I put so many things behind the scenes of, uh, of just you making like the crew laugh and have so much fun with that. It was so much fun to be able to edit. And there's so much is left on the editing room floor that I wouldn't be able to put in just because, you know, I need room for other people, but, Um, Kyle, having you on was so much fun. Uh, and while you kept saying like, I don't know how I got here. I don't deserve to be here. Um, I think you showed everybody on this game, why you deserve to be there. Not just, you know, not just for, for playing the game, but also just being yourself and you're fun to be around. And it was so much fun to be able to have you there. Snuffing your torch was one of the hardest things that I had to do because, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a blast to have you play. And I'm sure if we do a returning season, um, we will uh, you'll be one of the first people to get the call. So, um, again, thank you so much for coming out and playing because it, it was an absolute blast. And I'm, the comment section was a wreck on this last episode, you know, seeing that you're gone. So, I, my dad, too, he called, he's like, well, why did they get Kyle out? And here's a fun fact for you guys while Kyle's worried about the entire game, him going home that his name is on the line from day one jen throwing out if we have to vote somebody out it's kyle kyle got voted out with two votes to his name the entire game that is the <laughs> least amount of votes like anybody has had like thus far i think juliana and sydney might have one apiece um I'm not sure if taylor has any but uh, up until this point, I think, Kyle, like you had the least amount of votes going home, not just in Survivor Grand Rapids. I think you're ranked like number three out of all of Survivor Dearborn and Survivor Grand Rapids for the least amount of votes going home. So that is still a massive accomplishment to your name as well. King. So King, King, <laughs> King. we'll see. Um, I'm sure that'll uh, carry over into all stars where you win unanimously after not getting any single votes throughout the season. So after winning every immunity challenge. Exactly. So Kyle, again, thank you so much for being here. As for everybody tuning in, we do kind of have an update. I am working my tail off to make sure that we have an episode out this week, but I can't really make any promises because it is a jam packed episode with these two finale, we have our finale, and then we have this episode um, coming out. And so it's a lot of editing on my end of things work is picking up and I'm trying my best to be able to get it out. So hoping fingers crossed, we're able to do this for you guys and have this out. If we do have it out, it'll be out on Wednesday at seven o'clock. So be sure to tune in and see the aftermath of the rat Kings demise and who picks up the crown after that uh, and, and carries the carries the torch, I guess into the next episode um, or Follow us on social media and make sure uh, you keep up to date with what our posting schedule is going to be like. Again, I hate to take off another week just because you guys have been so patient. Um, But, yeah, I'm editing these week to week and it is taking a toll on me. So um, hopefully we are able to and we can move forward. But if not, be sure to follow up and uh, follow us on social media and keep up to date with that. Drew, as always, thank you so much for following up and, uh, and letting us know your thoughts on the episode. It's always a blast to have you as the co-host for here. And, Charlie, thanks for providing your veteran insight on the game and the production side of things. It's a blast. Kyle, again, thanks for tuning in. And for all those in the comment section, I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. Happy Monday tomorrow. Enjoy your week, and hopefully see you on Wednesday. Bye, guys.